we're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast for December the 14th. Elio Canal along with Ben Pierce. Ben, how's it going? It's going good, man. It's Friday and I'm, I'm good to go. Friday is always a good day for me. Yes, indeed. So how's your week been? Uh, very, very hectic. This is this has definitely been one of those weeks where it's like, I can't believe it's Friday already. I know, right? It seems like just yesterday was Monday. And yeah, now we're already at the end of the week. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. But, you know, it's, it's weird. Since I graduated uh, college two years ago, it's just my my weeks all blend together. Mm-hmm. So, here we are again. Yep. Well, I had an interesting day yesterday. I had my doctor appointment. That was a long day. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I, it was well, fun. By the fact you don't have any bandages on, that everything turned out all right. Oh no, it's just a yearly checkup. But it's funny because a nine o'clock appointment, and we left at seven a.m. Yes, and well, and why don't we even enlighten our viewers as to or our listeners as to why that is? So apparently, according to my dad, if you get there early. You get in early, and then you get home sooner. And I'm like, I don't think appointments work that way. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. How did that logic work out for him? <laughs> we had to wait in, in the car for an hour. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope... One, I hope you had your iPad. And two, I hope you can sense my dripping sarcasm. <laughs> and let's see. Um. So, did you watch NXT uh, or any uh, WB aside from Raw and SmackDown? Uh, n- n- no, I no, I did not. But there, there was a, there was actually a reason for that. Um, I to be honest with you, um, I was I was very impatient with Raw and SmackDown. So even though I love NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, NXT kind of suffered my wrath. So you, uh, so you, you just couldn't take any more of it this week. I, I, I really couldn't, you know, and I'm, I'm more than happy to catch up with it uh, tonight and uh, over the weekend because I'm not working that much. Um, but, so I, I have time to catch up. But I, I have to tell you, in all, in all seriousness. And I say that because this is going to sound like a joke, but in all the time I've been watching wrestling, mm-hmm. I have never been this dissatisfied with the product. Oh, I know. It's been terrible. It's just, Raw has become something of a three-hour bathroom break. Raw was slightly a little better without all the bathrooms or toilet stuff this week, but still wasn't great. So okay, so you got my subliminal joke. I, I said bathroom break. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what Raw has been lately. Even SmackDown this weekend um wasn't uh, so great. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, you hope that the 
can um, can do something of, of a justice to this catastrophe mm-hmm. that has been the month in wrestling. But the good news is, after TLC, it should really pick up. Because then we have the vaunted road to WrestleMania, which which is always good. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, this uh, Sunday is uh, TLC, and we will be running down the card to the, at the end of the show, along with our predictions. Absolutely. So, shall we get this? Uh, shall we get this underway? <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll start out with Raw and progress into SmackDown. Okay, so Monday Night Raw this week came to us from the Valley View Casino Center in San Diego, California. And the show opens with, uh, well, we should talk about this segment because it pretty much uh, was the theme of the night. Seth Rollins came out of the ring and Ben Tatum. Well, Seth Rollins came out with the ring and had a verbal sparring. turned into a gigantic uh, sleeping pill for me <laughs> with with um, with Baron Corbin and, and I say that because Baron Corbin's character it just makes me want to shoot myself <laughs> I don't like Baron Corbin I just can't say it enough I know we've said it to, to death here but Baron Corbin just needs to go away yeah well exactly so if, if if you'll if you'll bear it with us, because I don't I don't think he'll be general manager after Sunday. Um, if if you'll bear with me and allow me to go on one more uh, Baron Corbin rant. Go ahead. So you know, as we were hinting at, the theme of the night is um, Seth Rollins rebelling against the uh, the authority figure that is supposed to be Baron Corbin. <laughs> and Baron Corbin was saying in effect that if you don't listen to me, I'm going to make your life hell. And it was it was pretty much the WWE version of wait until I tell your father. <laughs> um, which, which is weird because, you know, all I wanted to, all I wanted to see was Seth Rollins kick uh, Baron Corbin's ass all night long. Mm-hmm. So, I, um, but eventually that's what we got. Um, and, and as you'll, as you'll hear later on in my review. But, um, before we get sucked into the abyss that is Seth Rollins versus, uh, uh, versus Baron Corbin, allow me to begin at the beginning of the show with, uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable taking on AOP for the, uh, Raw tag team titles. This was this was can I can I say this was surprising because yeah I was in the kitchen at the time I was getting myself a snack and then I was gonna go back and watch Rob because I had it on I swear while I was making my snack all I hear are and new tag team champions I like I my head just turned real quick I'm like what yeah. You know, and, and, and I, I had, I, I had the same, the same, uh, of problem with my neck, uh, that, 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 because, see, I, I was a little bit confused, because, no, 
number one, uh, this tag team title reign of, of AOP has been nothing short of a snooze fest. Mm-hmm. Which is a real travesty in, in all seriousness because I really do think that Acom and Razor have potential. Right. Given the fact that they're supposed to be monsters, I would I would have thought that this um, tag team title run would have at least been credible, but it was it was just nothing short of horrible. But then again, I'm I'm not blaming uh, their entering work for that because how are you supposed to work with piss jokes? Mm-hmm. Um. So that was a handicap tag for the. Uh, for the titles, and I don't like handicap matches for for title situations. So just all all the way around, this is a fuck. Yeah, no, it's the same as uh, as uh, me not liking triple threat matches for when championships are involved. Well, you know, and and I I, I agree with you on that, but at least at least when there's a when there's a title involved, there's a reason mm-hmm. for it to be a because it adds to the unpredictability. So at least from that perspective, it makes more sense than what we saw. Okay. So, and that match took 8 minutes and 30 seconds of my life, which I will never get back. <laughs> um, I've never seen a 10-minute championship match. Wow. And, and you, you'll, you'll see why I am re- reciting the times, because... We, we have a theme here. Uh-oh. Uh, throughout the evening. Uh, so, the next match was Drew McIntyre defeating Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. So, as, as we saw, the, um, the partnership between these two has been officially dissolved. Right. Yay, you know, whatever, you know, set off a, a gazoo, I don't really. Maybe we'll put you in as uh, Drew McIntyre's manager. <laughs> well, uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. I'd be. I'd be damn more entertaining. I mean, you know, they they should try. They should try me with AOP or uh, or Dolph Ziggler. I I I'd be I'd be a jolly good son of a bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> can you see? Can you tell, ladies and gentlemen, that I don't have a confidence problem? Um, but you know, this is just one of those, another one of those run-of-the-mill matches Mm -hmm. where it's like Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler is becoming this generation's version of uh, John Cena versus Randy Orton. It's it's just painful at this point. Right. Speaking of painful, I'm going to get really good at these transitions, so just stay on your toes, Elliot. Work with me. Okay, I'm working. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Bailey defeated Alicia Fox in three minutes and forty-three seconds. I thought they were supposed to be highlighting the women's division. How do they give these women three minutes in the ring? You're you're stealing my thunder. This was supposed to be my bit. <laughs> no, but no, I, but that, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Um, <laughs> because, you know, there's clearly a pecking order when it comes to the the women's division in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have, you have,
have the top dogs, such as Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax, uh, and, you know, a few others. And then you just have the swill that that ends up being a, a, a three-minute and 43-second uh, match. Which, what are you supposed to do with that? So, I can't, I can't really criticize that. that right now the three back-to-back matches yeah we're under five minutes long yeah i mean can how i mean as fans how are we supposed to invest in these characters with this going on (laughs) i'm waiting i'm playing the jeopardy theme in my head any thoughts I really have I don't I don't know what to say like because these match short matches then you have a, a whole bunch of filler left over and that's when I yes. fall asleep that's when I fall asleep well fall asleep yes but I I have to confess Elio you're you're very disappointing with it with so far. I was I was hoping for a couple now. Oh, uh, they're 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 coming. <laughs> okay, I was I was getting a little concerned. You were falling asleep. Yeah, no, no, they're coming. <laughs> okay, very good. And so, switching to the main event. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, um did did you go over the the next three matches? Or are you purposely uh, skipping over? Um, I'm purposely sk- I'm purposely skipping over because they were just snooze fast, and there, I mean, there's nothing that I can say about matches that went less than five minutes. Oh, okay, all right. Yes, uh, uh, yeah. Look at this main event: twenty-four minutes. And and you know, this I can at least say was a was a testament to just how great. Uh, Seth Rollins is because you know if you go back and you watch that match, mm-hmm. this was pretty much the only match that I watched start to finish um, throughout the evening. Um, not that it was that hard because the other matches were five minutes long. Right. But um, you know, Seth Rollins carried the living bejesus out of Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin just doesn't seem like a very consistent wrestler. Right. In, in terms of his skill level. And, and I was also disappointed by the fact that this is, this is for the Intercontinental Championship. And they're playing on the fact more of, of you know... Corbin's upcoming match with Strum in their TLC. Yes. 
You know, and I, I just think it, it's disrespectful to the, uh, to the Intercontinental Championship. And plus, I forgot, I forgot to mention, I can't believe this. Well, actually, I can because it sucks. So, uh, Heath Slater was, um, was, um, Corbin's lackey referee in two of the matches tonight. I mean, I, I saw this, and uh, apparently he was trying to, like, he was, like, going after Rollins to help Corbin during the match. Yeah, and, and, and not to mention, not to mention this little tiny, you know, doofus that is he, he Slater is trying to help this gargantuan beast, you know, bearing Corbin up the fucking ladder, which, uh, you know, where's that logic? No, no. See... And now, this is uh, where I have to say, for when Baron Corbin is on my screen, now look, if you have something to say, say it. If you don't have anything smart to say, get off, get off my screen. Well, you know, and, and it's, it's one of those things where he's getting a lot of screen time, Elio, but I'm, I'm, having, I'm having a very difficult time. Um, buying into his character. I know. It's it's like, I I really don't understand like uh, the whole the whole shaving his hair thing because he he he, he, he you know you know how shaving you know how everyone says Seamus looks stupid. Well, yeah, because he does. Corbin looks stupid too now though. Yeah, but Seamus still takes the cake. But I I get your point and and <laughs> off. I know that you're doing SmackDown, so I cannot wait to get your thoughts on one particular segment. Uh oh, <laughs> I, I know which segment you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> oh that, yes, you do. That's why I said the the notebooks are coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, warm up those pipes, Elio, because I think they will be going fast and furious. So, um. Hey, okay, so uh, that's uh, that's the raw review for this week. Yes, and I'm am sorry uh, in advance to our listeners if you find it a little underwhelming, but uh, quite frankly, I didn't want to bore you with unnecessary banter. It's hard to work with a uh, with a show that has matches under five minutes. Well, exactly. So, should we move on to SmackDown? Absolutely. Alright, we will be back shortly with our review of SmackDown Live. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with our review of SmackDown Live. SmackDown Live this week came to us from the T-Mobile Arena in Paradise, Nevada. And on this card, there were a total of Four matches. In the opening match, it was Daniel Bryan defeating Mustafa Ali. And I think it was uh, refreshing to see Mustafa Ali on uh, SmackDown this week. Ben, what do you what, what do you think about Mustafa Ali? Um, I really like the guy. Yeah. I, um, I've started watching Two Hundred Five Live a little bit more often, so. I'm I'm more familiar with his work. 
But I like Mustafa Ali better on the um on SmackDown because uh, he was on uh, Raw, wasn't he? When the Cruiserweights were uh, was featured. Yes. I like totally. I like I like him better on uh, SmackDown. And what? And why do you have that? I don't know. Just uh, just uh, he he's a better fit for the SmackDown brand. He's already been on the Raw brand and. Uh, we saw how dead the crowd was during the cruiserweight matches on Raw. Yeah. Well, that, that's a good point. Yeah, I In the next match, we had... <sighs> now look. Oh, uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the tag team of Shane McMahon and The Miz. Defeating Vegas Boy Chad and Vegas Boy Chip. <laughs> oh my god. What? 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 What is going on? You know what? You know how I always like to look up these indie wrestlers because I find it fascinating how uh, to learn where, where else they've wrestled. Right? Right. I looked up these guys. There's no information. There's not even any. There's not even any full profile picture for them. Oh, so, so in other words, they are true droppers. <laughs> I really don't know what is going on with this Shane McMahon uh, Miz storyline. Like Ben, what do you think is going on? I'm thinking that the, 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 this might be leading to a Miz uh, face turn. Well, you know, I I hope so, because you know, as as good as the Miz is, and I'm I'm actually a, a very big fan of his. Yep, so am I. Um, um I, I I just think it, it's time for a change. Yep. To quote Owen Hart. Yep. Enough is enough. Yes. It, enough is time for a change. And to quote you know, and to quote Elio Canella, now look. Yes, and if 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 I could, if I could, if I could just say, um, since we uh, si- since we've mentioned uh, Owen Hart, and I didn't do this on purpose, but I I just find it uh, necessary to uh, oh. extend condolences uh, regarding the death of a dynamite kid who uh, is the uh, brother-in-law of, of Brett and Owen Hart. Right. Yeah, it, it seems like we 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 can't go a week without getting multiple, um, you know, wrestling related deaths, and then we also had one the next day after Dynamite Kid. Yes. Larry the Axe Henning, the father of Kurt Henning, and the grandfather of Curtis Axe. So once yes. again. Uh, you know, rest in peace and our condolences. Yes. Out, out to them. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I was reading up on uh, Larry, Larry the Axe when I heard the news, and apparently he was a uh, legit badass in the, in the business, and I was not aware of that. I think a lot of them, a lot of these older guys were back in the 70s and early, in the late 70s, early 80s. You know, and that was well before my time because I wasn't born in 
in some of these situations, I have to go way back and do, and do my homework on these people. But even guy, even guys like Haku, they're like legitimate, the like tough guys in the. Well, Haku, I knew all about because yep. uh, because uh, several of my friends who are professional wrestlers mm-hmm. have worked with him. And also, and, uh, his sons are in the business as well. Yeah, and also the uh, the barbarian dude. That, that's a, he's another example of a guy that you would not want to cross in a uh, in a dark alley. But <laughs> um, Haku, in, in general, uh, seems to be the one guy that always comes up in conversations of, oh my god, yeah, uh, you know, as a as a true to life ass kicker. And in the third match, we had an interesting uh, team pairing. Jeff Hardy and Rusev defeating Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura. So this was an interesting pairing because uh, you never really see Rusev in tag matches with uh, faces like uh, Jeff Hardy and such. Well, I think think it was done to just... um Maybe start a feud in one end, but then just kind of lead into the Samoa Joe Jeff Hardy match at TLC. And I, I, I kind of, I'm kind of liking uh, Rusev as a as a face. Yeah, it's it's um I I I have to, I have to tell you, and I know this is gonna sound bad, but it, like anytime anytime Lana smiles, I just melt. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! I thought Becky was your SmackDown crush. Well, yes, but I'm, I'm allowed to have multiple. Okay, well, we'll allow it. When Becky comes out, the whole world stops. <laughs> And uh, that would that would lead us into our main event match, which was a, which was a rematch from WrestleMania. It was Oscar defeating Charlotte Flair by TQ, and Becky Lynch did come out uh, to watch this match. And um, the DQ came about when Charlotte Flair pulled a candlestick out from under the ring and st- and used it on Oscar. <laughs> and then, then we get uh, Ben. I'm gonna let you take this part where Becky Lynch uh, got hold of the candlestick. Oh, oh! Then the ass kicking began. <laughs> the man went to work on show Flair. Oh, it was just you know turnabout fair play. You know it. it, it goes all the way back to the Evolution pay-per-view, and I, you know what, in all seriousness, I mean, we joke, we joke around, yes, Becky Lynch is, you know, is my SmackDown crush and whatever, right. let, let, let's do her justice, yeah. her, her work has been nothing short of fantastic, right, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I have not seen this level of Fan interest in 
scenario with uh, Charlotte Flair, but now the tables have started to turn, and the face becomes the heel, and so on and so forth. Right. Um, you know, so it's it's just one of the it's just one of those things where you, you know eventually it has to come to a head, but you know I'm really hoping they take their sweet ass time with it because I'm. Because I'm not hating any any of this, right? And um, I'm really looking forward to how they uh, begin the reunification process because I really believe that these two ladies are going to be at at the um, head of the WWE version of the Four Horsewomen against the UFC's version. Um, you know, but that's going to take a while because the the UFC ladies, other than Ronda Rousey, are not ready for that. Right. And, um... um so... Oh, go on. Go ahead. No, go ahead. So the uh, ending uh, was Oscar laying out both Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair and standing over Becky Lynch as SmackDown went off the air. So, Ben, is this a sign of Sunday? Or... Yeah, I do, and I I really think it was it was a smart move on on the part of WWE to have Asuka come out on top of that particular thing because she's getting lost in the shuffle with this Charlotte Flair Becky Lynch feud, mm-hmm. and you know she's she's gotten lost in the feud, in the shuffle since losing to Charlotte at WrestleMania, so um, which is a goddamn travesty. They even had her uh, do a uh, talking her like uh, doing a promo. She's uh, I actually uh, like I could uh, I could make out everything she said. Um and, and you know it, it's funny, I I really do struggle, um, especially with the uh, with the Japanese accent. No, I mean I know I made out everything she said. I could understand everything. So, I mean, I, I didn't, I, for some reason I didn't catch that, so I, I'd be interested to go back and take a look. But, um, the one, the one thing is that when Shinsuke does his promos, he's got that, uh, mouthpiece in. Yeah. Which, That's which, why you can't understand him much. Which is stupid. I mean, why would you have a mouthpiece in when you're trying to cover promos? I really don't understand. I mean, I, you can't make out anything he says. I can make out the odd words, but he would sound better without it. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, the one segment we forgot to mention because we got so excited over the over the uh, over the level of work for the ladies. Uh, and I I hate to bring you down here, Elio, but I'm just kind of hoping for another. Uh, yes. Theory. Yes. I uh, know. I was. I was. I was about to get. I was just closing out the main event. I haven't forgotten. The 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 rap battle. Oh my god! Oh my god! Now look. I am so tired of seeing the new day on my screen every week. It's the new day or the and the Usos, the new day and the bar, the bar and the Usos. I I um, oh, so. (laughs) They 
they had a rap battle that was emceed by the New Day, and Biggie really need now look, Biggie, you need to stop. Uh, I don't know what <laughs> what you call that, but it's not dancing when you guys are saying that you're gonna be the new tag team champions. It's not yeah, dancing. Yeah. Whatever he does. Okay. Now look, stop it. <laughs> All right. So they uh, came out there and seeing the um, rap battle between the Barney Usos. Okay. So you get the Usos coming out in their usual gear. They have the bar coming out in red track suits. Seamus with his wait, one of those hands. He's looking stupid with his hair sticking out of the top. And they um of all the raps that they chose to do, they chose to do their own version of Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> no. Oh my god. So I think I if I understood this right they called it Ice Ice Shamey. Yeah, yeah they did. Now now look. Now look. <laughs> this was it's a real shamey this was so bad. I mean I, it was so bad I had to go back and listen to it because I couldn't believe what I was hearing. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm like, oh. oh my god. I'm like, make it stop. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was thinking to myself, can someone please cut the feed? <laughs> <laughs> it was so... Uh, and then, uh, then, he, then the Usos did their rap, which, um... Whatever. I can't, I really can't say anything about it because as stupid as it sounded, I have to give it to the bar because as stupid as that rap sounded, at least it was kind of entertaining somewhat, but it was still stupid, so don't do that again. Oh, good. Well, well hopefully, you know, this, is, this is the second rap battle they've had, I think, this year, so hopefully, um... Hopefully this is just the end of the, of the whole rap battle scenario. So now that I've gone off on my rant. <laughs> well, no, it, it, trust me, I, I enjoyed the hell out of that. No, I know. But, but then, uh, then, now that I got all that out, I feel so much better. I'm so calm. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting over here bouncing up and down like a bongo monkey. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, and you know the, the the thing is before we get into the into the TLC yep. thing, I just I just want to say <laughs> WWE has always been sort of like the balance between taking the athleticism serious and taking the comedy almost to the point of stupid redundancy. <laughs> yep. And lately, with the product being what it is, and I am not a fan, as I alluded to you before we went on the air. Yep. Um, you, you know, the, the comedy is just spinning way out of control. There's funny comedy, then there's just 
after all stupid comedy that is just not funny. It's stupid. Yeah, I mean, like, think about it, man. The, the pancake power of oh. New Day. <laughs> and that segment, uh, that segment with uh, their butler or whatever the hell that was. Probably flip the pancakes in the air. Well, there would, there would be that, and then I would. Yeah, I would have to go to the bathroom. We're back. We're back. We just had a minor uh, glitch. The camera went off for a second, but it's all good. Oh, I see what you did there, because uh, your camera, when you move your uh, phone, it kind of shakes a little. Yeah. Clever. You caught my effect. Clever. <laughs> okay, so that was uh, Smackdown Live from from uh, Paradise Nevada, and um, we should note that these oh, are both of these shows were the go-home shows for Sunday night's TLC pay-per-view, which comes to us from, where is it, I believe it is the Quicken Loans Arena in, no, sorry, it's coming from the SAP Center in San Jose, California. Right. And uh, we will be back shortly with our uh, rundown of the TLC pay-per-view along with our predictions. So stay tuned for that. Very good. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to get into our TLC predictions, and we are going to run down the card. So, TLC takes place this Sunday night from the SAP Center in San Jose, California. And there are a total of... A total of 12 matches on the card. That is the most I've ever seen on one of these uh, minor pay-per-views. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> I mean, usually uh, they have that many on a WrestleMania card or a SummerSlam card, but never on one of these uh, minor pay-per-views. Save some of that energy for next month. Jesus. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, wow. Okay, so in the, in the first match, we have the finals of the mixed match challenge with... The mem- each member of the winning team earning the thirtieth entrant in the res- in the Royal Rumble, which comes which takes place in January, and we have the fabulous truth, our truth, and Carmella taking on Mahalisha, Jinder Mahal, and Alicia Fox. Ben, um, I I I would I would have to take uh, Carmella and our truth as shocking as that is. I just, I don't see Jinder Mahal and. 
Fox story anymore. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a fabulous truth to win that one. They're gonna both come in at entrance number thirty because Alicia Fox is just gonna be stuck somewhere in the middle, and uh, Jinder Mahal. Well, we know about Jinder Mahal and what they've done with him. Right, how how far the great you fall? So just 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 you know what? When we get nervous, we should just all say. Shanti. <laughs> no, just no, no, no. Don't do that. What <laughs> was that? <laughs> In uh, the second match, we have. Indian Continental Championship with uh, Seth Rollins defending the title against Dean Ambrose. Now, Ben, what do you uh, see in this match? I Dean, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, I see Dean Ambrose, but um, a lot of um, every week it seems Corey Graves is, uh, is always asking Renee, "What? What aren't you telling us? There's something you're not telling us." Right, well, that, 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 sorry, go on. Because logically, as his wife, she would know something. So to pretend that she wouldn't know right. is ridiculous. I mean, you're sometimes like, some of her answers are stupid. Like, she's like, I don't know what to tell you. I just live with the guy. Yeah, well, well, well also, duh. You're also doing a lot of other things with the guy. <laughs> Well, that's that's why I was asking you, like, uh, wh what do you think about the, the that? Because my thought is that Dean Ambrose wins on Sunday, but she somehow she somehow has to get involved. So I'm pretty sure they're gonna bring her in in some way, way or other as a heel. Well, that that would be entertaining. At the very least, he's gotta go heel behind the desk. Right. In the next match, we have Braun Strowman taking on Baron Corbin in a TLC match. And if Strowman wins, he gets the Universal Championship at Royal Rumble. And Corbin is stripped of all his power. Now, I'm already going to tell you, Braun Strowman is going to kill Corbin, go on to Royal Rumble, and... Beat the crap out of uh, Brock Lesnar or whatever and become the new champion. Yeah, it's, it's his time. Um, you know, it's, it's time for this Baron Corbin crap to come to an end. Uh, and I was I was reading this week uh, that um, what uh, that uh, they were asking Matt Hardy uh, about what if he was possibly to become the new GM. Yeah, I um I was the one that posted that article. Oh, okay, that would uh, be thank, interesting. Uh, thank you for reading. Yeah, that would be interesting to see him as GM. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's just one of the, one of those things where you know, um, I'm not sure if Matt Hardy would be the, the right fit. 
Right. Especially with the, with the walking character. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, it, WWE just made it so, like, Disney villainish. Right. Um, so I'm not sure. But in terms of uh, the match, it's it's time to give Braun Strowman the reins. Yeah. Because real, I mean, if he's ready, I mean, realistically, other than Seth Rollins, who do they have? Right. In the, in the next match, we have for the women's championship, the Raw women's champion, Ronda Rousey, taking on Nia Jax. I, and I yawned on purpose because it's so obvious it's going to be Ronda Rousey. Okay, I'm going to say Ronda Rousey because Nia Jax, the one thing I don't like about her... Her promos are so bad, and she should never smile during her promos. In, in, in the ring, she's horrible. Mm-hmm. She, she can't move. I mean, her footwork is terrible. Yeah, she's just... She's gonna hurt someone, if not herself, in the process. Well, she already... I mean, and she, she already... already, already we already saw she did Becky Lynch. I mean, and, and that, that punch... That should have been a assault. She, I mean, she's at the very least she should have had a talking to or something. Yeah. Which I'm, which I'm sure she, which I'm sure she did. But now, now the fact that they're using it in her gimmick as the face breaker. Yeah. It's just like okay, nothing, nothing, nothing happened. Yeah. So and it's, it's just kind of weird. In the next match, we have Daniel Bryan going in as WWE Champion, defending against AJ Styles. Daniel Bryan? Yeah, Daniel Bryan. I'm, I like this uh, heel run that they have him going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what? We're all what? fickle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know it's it's kind of true. Like when he when he when he calls the fans up because you can you can't make these fans happy anymore. No matter what you no matter what what they do, there's always something to complain about. Well, and he's right. Unfortunately, um, you know. Yeah. In, in today's era of wrestling, um, well, number one, the product sucks. But two. Right. Um, you know, we all have this need for immediate gratification, and it's just, it's damaging to the whole concept of, of keeping things a secret before they actually do them. Yep. Then we have a triple threat TLC match, the first ever triple threat TLC match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Becky Lynch defending against Charlotte Flair and Asuka. I see, I see Becky. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, Becky Lynch because I think uh, they're going to start a program with... Uh, they're going to... Well, not start. They're going to... They're going to... Renew the the whole Charlotte Oscar feud that they had going into WrestleMania thirty four. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. 
And then we have Finn Balor taking on Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Yep, Drew McIntyre, accompanied by Ben Pierce. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) In the next match, we have a ladder match with a guitar suspended above the ring. Elias taking on Bobby Lashley. Well, first of all, this is a stupid (laughs) match. However, I'm I'm really hoping that Elias wins just so we we can see um, we can see Leo Rush get hit with the guitar again. Because that was my that was my favorite part of Raw last week. Ben, now look. They've gone from calling Bobby Lashley Bobby Lashley to call him the Almighty Bobby Lashley. I didn't know this until I got home. Which is just strange. <laughs> and he should never freaking do that move where he spins over and you see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? What the hell? <laughs> Whose idea was that? It's like Ben over and Schwer. Well, I don't know. Apparently, apparently, Vince McMahon has a sexual appetite for Bobby Lashley. Oh my god! I, I every, every time he, 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 oh no. Okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave it. That's it. I'm just gonna say Elias. He's going to take the car, smash you know, Leo Rush, and then go after Bobby Lashley. Well, <laughs> since, you, uh, since you opened up this can of worms, I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago, but this was, well, this was one of the first times Bobby Lashley did that squat shit or whatever. Oh, I think that was on, on uh, one of the shows I was catching up on, because I told you I wish I finally caught up on my Raw. I'm sorry. Uh, but, it's, but it's like, <laughs> That's excessive. <laughs> no. Now, okay. I got through all the Raws. I'm all caught up. I don't know how I did it, but I did it. You know what I said? I said, I said to myself, Elio, be a man. It's okay, you can do this. Press that play button and get through it. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. It's not like warm hour to you. It's So in the next match, we have another triple threat tag match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Bar versus the New Day versus the Usos for the one millionth time. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Usos. Yeah, I'm going with the Usos. They're gonna, they're the, wait, they're the champions, right? Oh, God, who's the champions? Hold on. No, uh, the new. Yeah, that's right, the bar, the bar, the bar is the champions. Oh, my God. See, this is how, this is how much WB is, uh, this is how important they've become. I don't even remember the champions uh, momentarily. I forget who they are. 
So yeah, the bar. Yeah, it's. No, but even on another, even even on another podcast. Even on another podcast, uh, the guys, uh, the guys momentarily forget who who's holding a certain championship. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't blame him because the whole scenario is messed up. So I, I mean, I was saying that Vince clearly doesn't give a damn about tag team wrestling. No, I'm going with you, so I'm so over the new day. Uh, yeah. In a tables match, we got Natalia taking on Ruby Riot. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Natalia, but I really want Ruby Riot to win. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm going with Natalia, and um, I saw another article that was posted uh, where uh, she was explaining this whole uh, storyline involving her father. Yeah, I um I I saw that too, and. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that she's okay with it because, uh, you know, I myself is getting a little bit uncomfortable with the concept. Now, well, obviously, those were, not his, those were not his sunglasses that she broke. No, that was right. very obvious. Yeah. They wouldn't have done that. Um, I, f- I feel very confident saying that. Um, but, you know, I, I guess he felt like you know, this is one last run for her dad. Yep. Um, which... Um, so, I'm, I'm very ha- I'm very happy about that. Yep. Um, you know, that she's okay with it. I just, personally, I just want to do it. Yeah, like, like even on Monday night, when uh, Ruby, came, I think it was Monday night, where uh, she was uh, cutting a promo, Ruby came out with a table and they had a picture of Jim Neidhart on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, just, you know, you you can do things like that, but it doesn't mean you should. Right. Then we have the Cruiserweight Championship, Buddy Murphy defending against Cedric Alexander. Um, Buddy Murphy. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Buddy Murphy on that one, and then we have. The pro- sorry. The problem. The, just real quick. The problem with the Cruiserweight title is that it hasn't been defended since he won it at Super Showdown. So it's like, why should we care? October... Yeah, um, two two months. That's two months already. And it's just, you know, what happened to the 30-day strip rule? Oh, I know, right? They were, if uh, we had a championship back, uh, like, uh, 20 years ago... If we didn't defend in 29 days, the 30th day would be stripped. Exactly. And then our last match on this lineup... So our last match on this lineup is a chairs match with Rey Mysterio taking on Randy Orton. Yeah, I think they're going to... Just yeah. because... Yep. Just because... Um, just because it, it's it's Ray and the whole Lucha Libre thing, mm-hmm. which, I, which I have massive respect for. I don't think anybody should be doing anything with uh, the mask. So, from that 
Oh yes, I saw where um Orton uh, removed this mask. So are they done with the mask? Have they taken that away? No, I mean that's that's what I'm saying. Like you you can't take the mask away from Rey Mysterio. Oh, okay. Then, no, I I I hope they don't take it away. He's not Rey Mysterio without it. Yeah, I mean it's we already saw that once in WCW and it didn't work. Yeah. So. I don't know, but that's my take on TLC. I don't, I don't really see TLC as being this huge, unpredictable show. There's, I, I just think there's like so many, too many matches on this card for for one of the minor pay per views of the year. Twelve is a yeah, lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, other than like WrestleMania, I've, I've never seen this many matches. No. <clears throat> So that's our uh, rundown of uh, TLC along with our predictions. And of course, again, TLC comes to us this Sunday from the Sab Center in San Jose, California. Ben, what do you think? Should we bring this show to a close? Uh, yeah, man, I, th- I think that's about it. And uh, we'll be back uh, next week. And um, next week we can start, um, start talking about uh, Royal Rumble and um, hopefully... Hopefully it'll be a happy day with Baron Corbin the fuck out of the gentleman's <laughs> You know what we should do? We should do a we should do a best of and a worst of show. Yes. So, uh, so we we definitely so, have to uh, get together and uh and uh, make a list for the best of and the worst of. Well, absolutely, and um and uh, oh, just uh, real quick, right off the bat. Uh, TLC is a popular uh, gimmick match. Um, what do you what do you think is the best and worst gimmick matches in WWE history? The worst, the Punjabi prison match. <laughs> well, absolutely agree. The best. Uh, the best. Not sure. There are a couple. Of, I've I've always liked the the Hell in a because I've been a I'm I'm a, a fan of the steel cage match, but the not the steel cage matches where you can win by pinfall. I like the old fashioned steel cage match where you have to climb over the top row over the cage to get out. The door is just a a wimp, uh, an easy way out. Yeah, absolutely. So um. Yeah, those were good picks. You, you stole my picks from me. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I agree with you. And, um, and we'll definitely hook it up soon to, uh, to discuss um, next week's show. And in the meantime, I will uh, see you later and have a good week. Yes, we will talk to you all later, listeners. Have a great week, and we will back next. We will be back next Friday talking the TLC results. Hopefully, we have a new general manager. And uh, for now, we are out. So have a good week. (laughs) Your eyes follow like a spotlight. Two eyes like the sun. Go ahead, keep your distance from me. Soon you're gonna come. When you flick your hand like you don't care